Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our tags reporter for a to Z Sports.com. We are Nashville's on-demand sports.network, and we go live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans content. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us, and they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care farm your health plans get better with farm your health plans at fbhp.com slash atoz and krebs kubota an elite kubota dealer with three great locations in the mid-state columbia franklin murfreesboro krebs kubota.com uh, is their site so uh i did see this because i mentioned zach has been under the weather this week he's expected to be back tomorrow jack is now under the weather who did tuesday's show and so uh somebody asked us uh, Caleb says, is Austin Huff's is Austin Huff the A to Z emergency quarterback? Uh, no, Austin Huff would be unavailable for the morning show as an emergency quarterback because Austin Huff's full-time job is doing country music morning radio shows in Chicago. So he is actively working doing a country music uh, a sh- morning show on a country music station right now. So Austin Huff isn't the emergency quarterback. I'll have to uh, think who would be the emergency quarterback. Do we have an emergency quarterback? I like I don't know if we have one. I mean, we're I, four deep. All we need is two. I and was gonna say, like, I, I don't know if we're equipped to go five deep on like what, what happens if we've got three injuries. That's that's never happened before. Yeah, Devin is uh, offering himself up for uh the A to Z emergency quarterback. Jack is sick, and um then Zach is now sick. But we'll see. Now we've got more. And I don't know if Buck can't do it because Buck has uh, sponsorship uh, con- conflicts <laughs> with the morning show, and as I do for primetime, example. Uh, so uh, I guess I am the emergency quarterback if uh, if it all – I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, we'll what have to figure you're out. the emergency quarterback? Like I just do it myself? I don't know. What, but what if I go down? What if you go down? I mean, if you go down, I, I guess Mason I Kinsey is Mason <laughs> Kinsey the emergency quarterback for A to Z yeah, Sports too. Mason Kinsey emergency QB, uh, yeah, I would I would assume it'd be a solo show. I mean, it would just be an extended Titans at two following Mason. the morning show format yes. for me, and then yeah. you could just do the same. Uh, luckily, knock on wood, uh, we haven't had anything like that happen before. Well, I guess we did go through it before. This was pre Sam, right? Uh, Zach had COVID and was mm. like on his butt for like two weeks and couldn't do the show. And so we rotated through, uh, I think we had Charlie Burris, Jonathan Crompton, uh, step in. We had our, our old Preds writer, Alex Doherty stepped in for a show, 
uh, or two. Robert Walsh is also busy during the morning, who is Bucks primetime host. So Robert Walsh could not do it. Uh, maybe we'd have to bring back Luke Warsham for a morning uh, if that was uh, yeah, the case. Yeah, guest but, appearance. Yeah. Yeah, guest appearance from Luke. But I don't know. Enough emergency quarterback talk. Uh, Zach should be back tomorrow. Jack hopefully will be healthy enough to do game day on Sunday with you, Sam, uh, for Titans and Texans. And we'll find out if Will Levis is going to be the quarterback for Titans versus Texans. Let's get an update from uh, the head coach, Mike Vrabel, about his rookie quarterback status going into Wednesday's practice. By practice, and I think that's why uh, practice still is always going to be important to be able to evaluate where guys are health-wise and also from a, you know an understanding of what we're supposed to be doing in, in all three phases. And, you know, again, it's, it's important, and I'm excited about getting out here and practicing. You think you'll be able to do some team stuff? Uh, well, there'll be limited team stuff today, but I would imagine that there'll be some, you know, some passing game stuff that's a speed and, you know, hope that he can do that. Back in team practices. That's what the report from Mike Vrabel was uh, in an important distinction there, Austin, because we did see Will Levis in practice on Friday ahead of Sunday's game against the Seattle Seahawks, but it was just for team stretch as far as I was concerned. And as far as I knew, he was out there. He looked hobbled during team stretch. He moved around, probably stood out there for team period and drills so that the Titans could list him as questionable for the game and limited in practice. Uh, but certainly a much more positive update from Mike Vrabel there than the one we got at the end of last week. I mean, that end of last week, it seemed like he hadn't made a ton of progress. It was unlikely for him to play. He's got to make sure he can protect himself. But Vrabel didn't seem too optimistic. Speaking to Mike yesterday, I, I mean, it's a complete turnaround for his attitude about his quarterback's health status and basically how we feel like this week might go for Will Levis. For sure. So let's hear from the rookie quarterback and what he thought about his – this is a longer video, but I think it's really good in all – necessary from Will Levis talking about uh, his injury and where he's at with his ankle right now. It's good. It's coming along well, doing everything I can to get it back. And uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see how this week goes, but um, taking it day by day. What's the, what have the days been like for you as far as rehabbing and, and, and still studying and trying to get everything done? Yeah, I mean, it's continuing to just prepare as if I, I was playing and um, keeping the same mindset regardless of the situation. Uh, it's tough, but I mean, the time in the training room obviously takes away from, from the other time that you usually have, but I mean, that's part of the game. It's part of the sacrifices you have to make. And um, yeah, I mean, just continuing to work with these guys to, to get me ready as soon as possible. How important do you think it is to play a couple more games you know, this season? I, yeah, I just want to play ball. I mean, I just want to go out there and win games and get a, leave the season with a good taste in our mouth, you know? Um, we've had some tough losses and looking to just get the little things corrected, especially, you know, playing a, a team this week that we just played two weeks ago. You don't get that a lot, so that's interesting. Um, but opportunity to really kind of put a new version of us on tape versus that same defense, which is uh, going to be exciting. Yeah, I think it's tough to come back to the field and, and play with a different energy, like knowing that you're you're hurt. Like it's hard to play differently and, and have that in the back of your mind. It, it, you, I feel like you can't play that way. You know, you, you got to be able to just go full tilt um, regardless of what's going on or else you get yourself and your teammates hurt. So, um, you know, there's pain. Everyone's got pain at this point in the season. Everyone's dealing with something. Uh, you kind of just got to put it behind you and, and play as if you're not hurt. How much have you been able to, I guess, learn week over week just being a rookie in this league? And how much does that, I guess, 
like make you itch to get back that much more of like what could I be learning how could I be growing in, in these games yeah I think a lot of the growth I've made has just been through mistakes and you know good things I've done on the field and just with the mistakes trying to limit them and not have them pop up again I've done a decent job of that I think so seeing the growth from week to week is exciting and then to miss out on that growth for a week um, is disappointing but um, like I said these two weeks are really really important we want to get these wins and, and, and get out of this season, you know, feeling feeling good about how we finished it and, and on an uptrend going into next year. Um, and for me, that's important with me and my game, but just got to continue trusting my process and uh, taking advantage of the reps I get. Such a good answer, Austin. Say it louder for the people in the back, Will Levis, because I, I guess we're kind of going off topic here, but I, yeah. I am at my boiling point with Titans fans right now. Uh, I, I don't understand it. I can't comprehend it. I think it is dumb and foolish and silly and short-sighted, and you don't know what you're talking about if you want Will Levis to sit down these last two games. There is no purpose for this guy to be sitting on the bench if he's healthy enough to play. And I see it everywhere of just sit him, just sit him. He doesn't need the reps, whatever. <laughs> no, play him. Listen to what Will Levis is saying. And Marcus says, good question, Sam. I asked the question for a reason because I know how important it is to Will and to the Titans to get him out there. And I wanted Titans fans to hear it from his mouth. The way he has been able to grow week over week from learning from his mistakes, from learning from what he does well, from seeing what works at this level and then taking it into the next week and developing – is so invaluable for both him personally, for the team around him to build this momentum going into 2024 and also have some really, really important personal growth that cannot be replicated on a practice field in OTAs or in training camp. So these are games that Will Levis needs to be a part of if he's fully capable of, uh, and he wants to be able to go full tilt, play like himself, push these Titans, through two games and hopefully build some wins uh, so that they can go into 2024 with uh, a good taste in their mouth, like Will Levis said. But I I, I am so fed up with oh, the idea man. of just sit him down. He could, he could get hurt. He could also get into a car wreck going to Nissan Stadium every morning. Hey, and easy like, there. Easy. You easy. know what I'm talking about, though. Like <laughs> it, It's the old Kyle Shanahan, and I know he got Kyle Shanahan got made fun of when he said it, when somebody's like, oh, is Jimmy going to be your starter next year? He's like, I don't know who's going to be alive. or whatever. Like, it was some yeah, crazy right? like thing he said. But you like you, everything is unpredictable in life. Football, like him just being out there practicing. Will Levis could tear his ACL practicing on a no contact. I mean, injury, Teddy, right? Teddy Bridgewater had a uh, an injury that was like catastrophic, nearly to his his career, it, and in a training camp practice yeah. that was non contact. Yeah, so, yeah, like your, no your point contact is valid. injuries are a thing, and you cannot sit here and and make your decisions and protect against this idea of something could happen to him. You need to let him Man, play you football. Are, you are getting just people. I don't care. Uh, superstitions don't care. all ruffled up this morning I don't going care, into man. this weekend. Uh, so uh, like, I know I, I, your point is valid. Yes. Like you can't play scared. You can't make decisions scared. And so I, I get where you're at and yes, there's value to Will Levis playing. And I think, um, you know, there's a different conversation and, 
maybe we can get deeper into this after we see Will Levis practice and people can see whether he is healthy or people are saying sit him or play him. But let's see this practice video from Will Levis uh, of Wednesday's practice. But first, I want to tell everybody, uh, Sam, you can tell everybody about the folks at the Bone and Joint Institute. Yeah, the Bone and Joint Institute, they're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Don't fumble on your recovery. Go to the Bone and Joint Institute uh, and uh, go see them for great care and great doctors. They have a state-of-the-art rehab facility located out in Franklin to assist in your recovery with everything all under one roof. One campus from clinic to rehab, surgery, imaging, testing, it's all there so you're not driving all over Middle Tennessee to get to point A to point B and go from appointment to appointment. It's a one-stop shop located in Franklin right off the highway. Good care, good doctors, and a great facility. So schedule an appointment with them. It's boneandjointtn.org, boneandjointtn.org to schedule an appointment. Also, with BetMGM, you can always win big with our bonus code ATOZ Sports to get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. But BetMGM also invites you to enjoy all the football action every Thursday, which is today, with same game parlays and a same game parlay bet insurance token to use. You simply add a same game parlay on your on pro football with your token activated. If your wager loses, you'll receive that stake back in bonus bets. An easy way to build on your winnings with BetMGM and the same game parlay uh, insurance token with Pro Football on Thursday. So check that out. And BetMGM.com uh, for terms and conditions, 21 years or older. Tennessee only existing customer offer. All promotions, subject qualifications, other comments. First online rule when you wager only from the bonus bets. Uh, rewards issued in knowledge of bonus bets. Bonus bets surprise seven days. And for problem games, support called Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. Sam, let's see Will Levis in action on Wednesday's practice. You have a comment you want to get to first? Well, to the all the comments. Chat's buttery okay. off this morning. Uh, yeah. And there's a couple Wait. people with a brain in their skull, including Jordan Lowry, who says, you're paid to play the game. You are paid to play football. What is the difference, as Jordan says, between him being hurt in the last two games and the first game of next year? You can always get hurt. You can always get hurt. I'll, I'll, let me ask the chat this. Why did Will like why would the Titans play Will Levis after Ryan Tannehill got hurt? Why not just play Malik Willis? Because you were risking October. But that was you October. Were risking like, a Will still... Levis injury when you put him in. Oh, and come on. We can't this do is, that. Is a... We might need him next Sam, year. We can't Sam, play with football. Sam, then why is Jeffrey Simmons on, on IR? Jeffrey Simmons on IR because he has an MCL injury and can't play football right well, now. Yeah, but and they but needed they, a long they wait, but they waited until they were eliminated from the playoffs before they put Jeffrey Simmons on injured reserve. They needed a roster spot. Right. And so they put Jeffrey Simmons on injured reserve because he was going to miss multiple weeks. And yes, instead of like, Sam, if they back, had, if they had the difference playoffs, in a year five guy on a hundred million dollar contract versus a rookie quarterback who needs time to develop. The, but there is, but there is, they would not have put Jeff Simmons on injured reserve. If playoff is, contention was alive. It is a bad opinion to think you should sit Will Levis down. I, like, I'm not holding back. I, I agree. Bad opinion. You're wrong. I, I, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, I think, I don't think they should sit down. I'm yeah. coming at the chat because but I, like, this there is, is such a fan opinion that doesn't understand how football works and football players that get paid to play football. Nobody cares. Go play the game that you get paid to play. I'm tired of this. Like what we should be excited to go watch Will Levis 
play football and watch the Titans future franchise quarterback be under center for another week and see how he grows and how he develops. Not sitting here complaining about, okay. Oh no. Uh, so what if let's... he gets his ankle rolled up on? Then here's it, then the difference hurts. though. And so here's what people are arguing because there is a, this is why it's a discussion because Joe says it just happened. Uh, Sam so, uh, so dumb from as long as he's ready for OTAs. Right. I think that matters. is, that is what we have to keep in mind of is saying I'll play the practice video and there's no audio so we can talk through it is if Will Levis is healthy enough to play. Yes, he should play. If Will Levis is not healthy enough to play. No, he shouldn't play. I think it's very clear yeah. that that's how Sam feels and yeah. for everybody. And, and here's the difference. Sam is the only one in this room right now that has seen Will Levis without it being through an iPhone this week. Right, like everybody else watching the show, me included, has is only seeing Will Levis through an iPhone camera, and Sam has seen him walking up to the podium. You've seen him walking around practice. You saw him during this session here, and he looks pretty good. Now we have to remember it's his left ankle. He's wearing the long pants, so we can't see how heavily it's taped. And I actually embraced. didn't think about the long pants. That's an interesting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting observation because of the tape job he had at the end of the week last week. But the deeper this video goes, the more juiced up and more movement he gets, the more bounce he has. It, it, like he's clearly warming up throughout the individual practice session. Not pictured in this video too. When Will Le or when Malik Willis and Ryan Tannehill are taking their reps, he's jumping around, dancing around, like all fired up to be out there. Uh, yeah, a, a different level of jump and juice to some of these practice reps than we saw. I mean, last week when he was stretching. He looked like he was limping everywhere and a little bit hobbled. And now we've got him doing, you know, hopping around, doing play action, moving out of the pocket, you know, bouncing off his left leg uh, and, hey, and looking good. So, right, yeah, Kyle Phillips sighting there too for the first time. Oh, in a few he, weeks. he did practice. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you hadn't watched that all the way through yet. You go, oh, hey, <laughs> I know that guy. Uh, 18. Uh, so, look, I think he looks pretty good. And, and, and so I think you have uh, Jay saying playing Levis is negligence and then Brandon right behind him playing well negligence, right? I don't think it's negligence if he's healthy enough. I think it's, there's something, there is benefits to be gained uh, from Will Levis playing the last two games. Yeah. I'll say this. The, the Titans play Will Levis because he's healthy and he gets hurt in the game. It's still the right decision. And it's a like it, it was still the right decision. It was a decision they should have made ten times over, even in hindsight. And, and you know it, it it sucks if he gets hurt, but it is what it is. That's football. It happens. Yeah, for sure. So I, I want to play the Levis uh, shorter clip. I got this uh, in short, Sam, uh, about what he's saying about how he has to go out there and play. And I think he knows that he can't go out there and be scared. So here's Le Will Levis. Again. Yeah, I think it's tough to come back to the field and, and play with a different energy, like knowing that you're, you're hurt. Like it's hard to play differently and, and have that in the back of your mind. It, it, you, I feel like you can't play that way. You know, you, you gotta be able to just go full tilt um, regardless of what's going on or else you get yourself and your teammates hurt. So, um, you know, there's pain. Everyone's got pain at this point in the season. Everyone's dealing with something. Uh, you kind of just gotta put it behind you and, and play as if you're not hurt. So yeah. I mean, play like you're not hurt, go out there and go full tilt. Yeah, this is Mike Vrabel's thing too. Mike Vrabel says like you have to be able to protect himself is the is the way Mike Vrabel phrases it, but he really means 
this, right? The fact you have the ability to escape pressure, you have the ability to run, you have the ability to do all of the things you would do if you were fully healthy playing normally. Uh, and, and if you don't have that ability, you're not healthy enough to play. If you cannot play the game like you would at your best, then you should not be out there because you don't have the ability to protect yourself from re-injury, protect yourself from defenders. Uh, and so as the, I like the way Levis words this though, is it, full tilt, being able to go out there and just play without restrictions. If, if you're at this point in the season and you're playing Will Levis with serious restrictions just to have him out there, then it is a bad decision to send him out there. Like if, yeah, if it, he is not healthy enough to go, he should not go. This is not a playoff game. This is not a winner in game where you have to say, hey, can you tough it out? Get us four quarters and just try and squeak out a win. This is a, a guy who's playing for something, but it's his own personal development. But if he can't play full tilt, he's not really developing. That's the important distinction here. Yes. And I think whenever we're having the conversation, it's we have to, the only parameter we can put around it, it's difficult, but it's if he's deemed cleared. Like it, and he was asked by Nick Suss, Levis was yesterday. You know, is it, is there any restrictions off of movement or is it just pain tolerance at this point? And Levis said pain tolerance. And yeah. so if, if there's not any more risk of something happening, then I do feel like uh, pain tolerance is something that he can gut through, especially how does he respond today? Right. He did clearly from the minute and a half of practice video we just played. Uh, he was out there doing a lot. How did he wake up this morning on a Thursday with all of that activity yesterday? And can he do the same type of thing with the same type of balance at practice today in back-to-back -back days? That is a big deal to see how it responds. So uh, Sam, I've seen you favorite some comments and we still haven't even asked our question yet today because the chat has been fired up because Sam's fired up. Everybody's emotional uh, right now about Will Levis, which, hey, I don't know if there's any I'll other fan base. At this point in the season. I mean, this is yeah, good I don't juice any. For there is no other fan base with a team eliminated from the playoffs that has this much emotion, which I think is a great thing for you guys as Titans fans. But Sam, I'll let you go through these comments that you favorited. Yeah, I got a lot of comments here. Oh, uh, yeah. Number Cos just comes in and says, pain means your body ain't right. Talking about pain management. If every NFL player didn't play when they had pain, nobody would play. Uh, everybody's hurting every single week. That's Mike Vrabel likes to say that nobody's at 100% like, the minute training camp starts is the last time everybody's at 100% when an NFL season starts. That is the sport. So uh, I don't think just having pain somewhere in your body is an indicator of, oh, I can't play. Uh, it is a level of like, what can I gut through and what can I still do? So I did want to. If it doesn't hurt that. a little bit, is it really worth it? <laughs> right. I mean, when it comes to football, like if, if you're not hurting after a game, if you're not hurting at practice, you're then not you, playing hard enough. You're then not you doing probably just yet. didn't get many snaps. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. You probably, you know, ran down on kick coverage once or twice. And that was like it. On touchbacks. Um, <laughs> and Curtis says, what's the benefit of playing him? Sam's enjoyment. Uh, and. No, I mean, if you listen to the video, Will Levis told you from his own mouth what the benefit of him playing is and why he wants to be out there so badly because he is a rookie quarterback who is still imperfect, even though he has shown flashes of uh, franchise quarterback potential. Uh, growing takes making mistakes. Growing takes 
finding success and figuring out what works and doesn't work. It's not something you can replicate unless you're on the field. And as he said, he grows each and every week. Missing a game like he did last week stunted his growth a little bit and limited the linear development that he has been building throughout the rest of this season. And so it's important for him personally and for the Titans as an offense and as a team to have him out there and continue that progression heading into the offseason. That is the benefit of playing him. Mike Vrabel would also disagree with you, Curtis, because Mike Vrabel called the reps invaluable if he was able to be out there. So the Titans want to play him. Will Levis wants to play. There's a reason for that. It is not about my enjoyment. It's about, hey, developing a quarterback, kind of the most important thing you can do in the sport. Mm -hmm. uh, Major Key says, so uh, if he tears his Achilles, it's still the right thing to do when playing for nothing. Again, I don't think you're playing for nothing. I think you're playing for personal growth. And Can I call a timeout here? Yes, absolutely. Major keys. And this is, uh, you're not a doctor, I don't think. Um, uh, I'm not a doctor. Neither is Sam. But uh, Sam and I did have a conversation with a foot and ankle specialist this season. We did not stay at a certain hotel chain, motel chain. But we did have a conversation with a foot and ankle specialist off the air. This was, uh, we were talking about, it was before we started recording about the Ryan Tannehill tightrope surgery yeah. injury Im implications, right? With the Bone and Joint Institute, Dr. Jeff Watson. And we asked uh, Dr. Watson about the Aaron Rodgers thing, right? That was still like a hot button topic of, oh, did he tear his Achilles because he had a calf strain? And because Joe Burrow was, was going through a calf strain too. And Aaron Rodgers tears his ACL or his Achilles after a calf strain. And, and Dr. Jeff Watson said that there really isn't anything medically that you can point to and say a calf strain is on the path to tearing your Achilles. Like, is it logical? Sure. For us, like, could it? Maybe, but it doesn't necessarily is not proven in the medical field that having a calf strain turns into an Achilles tear. And it's definitely not an ankle sprain that turns it, into an Achilles tear. Ankle sprain is completely isolated. And that's kind of something that we learned a lot about when we were doing and major uh, keys is a salesman, uh, not a doctor. So look, okay. that means that you can, Hey, major keys, you can probably pitch me on why you think Will Levis shouldn't or shouldn't play. Uh, and I would buy that. Maybe I'd sell it. Uh, but I know you're not a doctor. So we've been over that. Yeah. Um, one thing we learned talking about through Ryan Tannehill's injury is kind of how isolated this ankle thing is. And, and honestly, it, the only thing you're at risk of really doing is potentially worsening the high ankle sprain itself with the ligaments that it's like, it's a very isolated injury. And if you do that, it could potentially need surgery and keep you out for like a month or something, but it doesn't directly lead to any other leg injuries. And as we've kind of seen, uh, I don't believe Will Levis has any ligament damage in his ankle and stuff. Well, like, he doesn't have clear... any, like maybe there's no, he hasn't needed a tightrope surgery yet. So, and, and what is the tightrope surgery? We talked about this too. And uh, I think it is, Maybe this is something, Sam, we can work on with an article to go back through that Ryan Tannehill uh, conversation we have with Dr. Watson from the Bone and Joint Institute about maybe how does this apply to Will Levis? Because you have a you have a tightrope surgery to get your sprained ankle back faster, to play more immediate. Brock Bowers, Ryan Tannehill, Tua Tungvaloa, Jalen Waddell. 
I'm sure I'm missing some pretty notable names uh, yeah. that have done this, whether in college or, or, or the pros, to get back faster. And so if Will Levis has another ankle injury in the last two games on this same sprained ankle, he doesn't have to have the tightrope yeah, surgery. Rehab that. Because he's got all of January and February to get better. Because here's the reality, too. NFL players, once the season's over, they don't need to start training in January or the week after that. There is some time they need to allow their body to heal. And so he can get back in the weight room in mid-February and then be fine and be ready to go and be ready to train and get back to where he needs to be and do some uh, personal training stuff with quarterback work and be uh, in a great spot come April when they show up for offseason team activities. Yeah, so I guess what the high ankle sprain is and what it's essentially the diagnosis of high ankle sprain refers to the area of your ankle that is injured and the ligaments that are specifically injured, whether that be stretched, whether that be sprained, whether that be torn. The severity of a high ankle sprain depends on how much damage to the ligaments, if any damage to the ligaments, are they stretched? Are they sprained? Are they torn? Uh, And so I saw somebody say, oh, you can't possibly know that he doesn't have like serious ligament damage. Well, he he would not be moving like that if he had serious ligament damage. I watched Ryan Tannehill have serious ligament damage and was in a walking boot for a month last year and was not able to move around like at all. I watched Ryan Tannehill have a kind of a middle level high ankle sprain earlier this year and still had crutches and was moving around very gingerly for week after week after week. You do not look like this uh, 10 days after a severe high ankle sprain with ligament damage moving around. And so uh, while he was diagnosed with the same injury as Ryan Tannehill, the severity of it is clearly not as, as bad, which is why I, you know, favorited this comment from Matt. He says, Sam, you say that, but we as fans aren't at practice. Don't get to see him walk up to the podium. So we judge his injury based on other people that have had that injury, which is kind of my point though. It like, I feel like Titans fans have had a blinder on to everything myself, other Titans media have been saying about Will Levis for the last couple of weeks. I've tweeted out multiple times, Will Levis's high ankle sprain, clearly not as bad as the one Ryan Tannehill had. Um, Will Levis, no limp. Will Levis looks good. Will Levis wants to play. And yet it's like fans still have their head in a, like in a book. They have their head in their hands thinking, oh, well, it's Ryan Tannehill's injury. Don't play him. He's going to get hurt. It's going to be something serious. It's an isolated injury that is looking minor at best and is relatively healed at this point. Like, I think, and we'll get to our questions and stuff, but uh, I think he's going to play. That, I mean, I'll just go out and say, I think, I think Will Levis plays on Sunday. So don't be surprised. They, I, my I, opinion, 180 after hearing him talk and after watching him, uh, you know, take the practice field, I think he plays against the Texans. I, I, I'm trending towards he will play. I think today is a big deal of does he go back and practice the same type of way? And you'll be at practice later on today and you'll have some video, I'm sure, afterwards on. And I think, how can we side by side his Wednesday and Thursday practice is the same type of juice and energy that he's talked about. Can he go full tilt? I did see somebody in the comment section. I might've uh, lost uh, the comment about it's the, the tip, the lean uh, that he is making. It's not that, he, that he's running. It's the fact that he it's how he's leaning. And it's not the comment that I was looking for, but Brandon says he's not putting pressure on that ankle in all these clips. 
and see if I can find the other comment too uh, on this. Uh, maybe I'm not going to be able to because of you guys uh, being active here, but I'll go ahead and play the clip again and we can talk through it because I, I do think it is fair to look. It's his left ankle, which is not his plant leg. He's a right-handed quarterback. So his left ankle is the one that is stepping into a throw. And is he leaning more back on his left, on his back foot? Maybe a little bit more. Maybe he's not stepping in as much. Is that not but how you throw, though? I mean, you do have to load from your back leg. It, like it you is are a, going to... Yes. Like, if a right-handed quarterback is going to sprain an ankle, sprain the front ankle, right? Like, it, spraining the back ankle, I think, is – here's also the difference. Which ankle did Ryan Tannehill sprain? His back ankle. Yeah. Like, his plant foot ankle, his drive ankle. So, that's – a. They're both high ankle sprains, but they're massively different because of which one it is. If Ryan Tannehill sprained his front, his uh, left ankle, his uh, step-in foot, then maybe he doesn't have to have the tightrope surgery, right? And so I do think it's important, but he does not put as much pressure. Is he overcompensating a little bit? Probably. That's just natural. But there is still enough bounce in his step and energy that he's using that I think is really optimistic at this point. And there's another big difference in Ryan Tannehill and Will Levis. Well, a decade. Arm right? strength and arm strength. Well, I was going to say a decade. You know, Will Levis, young cat. Ryan yeah. Tannehill, old head. Or old head. I put the D on the, the old. But old uh, there, is a, there is a difference in that and how they can respond to those injuries. Sam, I got a decade on you. If we have the same type of injury, I'm probably hurting a little bit longer than you are. Uh, and that's just how that works. And I saw sure. somebody else say they woke up, they wake up with pain every day. And so I, I do think there is a positive, optimistic outlook for Will Levis to play Sunday against the Texans. And then we'll see how it goes. Uh, does he play? I definitely think if he doesn't play against the Texans, he will play against the Jags. I, I, yeah, I feel his season's not it. over. All right, so do you want to get to our question or do you want to save that? I, I like we, the question we, can, we have. We, yeah, we, we can get into a question. I think we got time. I mean, our, our mm-hmm. uh, you know, second topic's a little short today. Yes. So I, I do yeah. have a, a Christmas present that Titans fans might – no, they got the Christmas present. I saw it, I saw the chat was already on it, by the way, before the yeah, show I today. tease it. Yeah, he's it really that strong. All right, so let's get to our our uh, our question here. I I like this one because we can take it in a bunch of different directions. What's one word to describe how well Will Levis is handling his ankle injury? What is one word to describe how Will Levis is handling this ankle injury? But first, uh, I'm going to tell you guys all about our great friends at Krebs Kubota. Middle Tennessee's preferred equipment provider and should be your go-to equipment provider across the entire mid-state. They have three locations, Murfreesboro, Franklin, and in Columbia. They're online at KrebsKubota.com. They are an elite Kubota dealer, which means they have the best equipment in the industry with the Kubota brand and the Kubota line. They've also got the best warranties in the industry, which means uh, that if something goes wrong, if something breaks, if you need help with a part, and if you need uh, repair, that's where the relationship with your equipment provider really comes into play. And if you have a great warranty that the Kubota brand provides and the great customer service of Krebs Kubota, then you're in a win-win situation. Why are warranties 
something that's important for equipment because you're using a lot of power, a lot of force uh, into the planet Earth a lot of times outside around your property. It's not like getting a warranty on something uh, like a light fixture or inside that's not going to uh, really have that tendency or opportunity to break. Uh, but doing something with your equipment is super important. That's why Krebs Kubota is the place for you to go because it's all about customer relationships and building that relationship with you to make sure that you are at ease, you're confident in the project you're, you have and how to get it done online at KrebsKubota.com. There are three locations across the mid-state, Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM. Get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Whatever that first bet wager amount is, it goes back into your account in the form of a bonus bet up to $1,500. Uh, so if you lose, you get a second chance to win big. That's what makes BetMGM the king of sportsbooks. It's the best way to do sports gambling this football season. So uh, go and get with the folks at BetMGM and use the bonus code A-T-O-Z Sports. All right. So we've asked this question. What is one word to describe how Will Levis is handling his ankle injury? I think there's a couple different directions this can be taken. And so it's broad. It's open-ended with the one word, right? So Sam, I'll send you to the chat, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch. Uh, what, by the way, like the show. We need more likes on the show. It's a weird holiday week. People are out of their routines. So we've got a little less than more thin audience than normal. And everybody's going to get back into their work routines next week, but like the show. So people that are not watching live that usually do can come back and find it easier with more likes on the show on Facebook, and on YouTube. So help us out right there. <clears throat> so one word to describe how Will Levis is handling that ankle injury, Sam, uh, what's the chat saying here? Yeah, we got a variety of answers here. We got determined. We've got resolve. We've got warrior. We've got like a kid careless meathead jock uh professional resilience youthful leader transparency relentless stubborn Ooh, relentless. let's slow down let's slow down transparency is a good one it is a very that good is one. a that is a good word here because darius is on to something hockey we wouldn't even know it's an ankle <laughs> it's lower body right how many times the titans tried to protect so much what Injuries are, and the NFL requires you to do way more than upper body, lower body, like hockey. You have to put a body part on the injury report and say questionable, out, whatever it is um, yeah. with the designation. But I, I do think transparency is a great word by Darius because Will Levis has been very open about this. And and I think it's something that we take for granted uh, because a lot of non-transparent uh, injury conversations that are had across the entire NFL. No, yeah, it's a... Uh... You know, you hear like there's obviously a level of this that he's not sharing, right? Which is like sure. just how close he is. Uh, you know, maybe he does have a tape job under those pants that you mentioned. And, uh, you know, you're trying not to share some of that stuff, but it is refreshing. I mean, I've talked to players in the locker room before where I'm like, hey, how you feeling? What's what's the deal? And I'm just I'm just doing what the trainers put out for me. I'm just I'm just doing what I'm told. I, I'll defer to Mike on all that stuff. And I'm, I'm just doing what I'm what I'm told. It's nice to hear a guy say, I want to play. I want to be out there. Here's why it's important for me to play. Here's why I want to be out there. And then here's the challenge that I have to overcome to get there. It, it is a very refreshing attitude and approach to uh, dealing with an injury and talking about an injury openly so that I feel like. Us, the media, 
the fans, everybody has an understanding of where Will Levis is mentally and what he's going through right now so that we can, uh, you know, have conversations like this. I mean, if he had come out and said, I'm just doing what Mike Vrabel says, I'm doing what the trainers put in front of me, this would not even be a conversation we're able to have or a discourse mm -hmm. that we're able to engage in. So, it, yeah, awesome. Uh, more words. I'll go to the chat here, Sam, for you. Uh, Titans Kyle says leader. Skip says stubborn. So you get two sides of the coin there. Uh, Richie says relentless. Jody with professional. Scott says mature. Brandon says reckless. Again, two different sides of it. Headstrong from Joe. Dog from Danny. Professional from Mitch and Colton. <clears throat> Let's see uh, more. I'm trying to find some different uh, uh, determined, some other words. Rookie, uh, youthful. Uh, youth, there's a lot of, of good ones here, but Sam, what is your one word to describe how Will Levis is handling his ankle injury? Yeah, I was close to doing professional, was close to doing dog, and I settled on competitor. Uh, I, I love Will Levis's desire and drive to be out there. He just wants to compete. He just wants to play football, uh, and he's motivated to get himself healthy so that he can grow, so that he can learn, so that he can compete. Uh, and so I, I think he's taking this on the chin. I think he's had a very open, as we just discussed, mentality about the whole thing and approach to answering questions about it uh, and just wants to go and compete and be a competitor. So that is my one word. I think it's very admirable. Uh, I think it is something that you want in your franchise quarterback. Uh, we've seen guys so far this year with the Titans, cough, cough, tear, tart, have a little bit of a toe injury, have a little mm. bit of a this or a that and say, mm, I'm good. I'm good. I don't, I don't need to work back into practice. I don't need to work back onto the field. Very self-concerned. Will Levis just wants to go and win a football game. And I, I think that all Titans fans and any football fan can really appreciate that mentality. And so I, my one word, I like you, I went through a few that I thought could be my answer, like passionate, but everything Will Levis does with related to football is with passion. And that's yeah. obvious to see. I thought mature uh, was one with how he's handling it, but I'm going to go with invested. Invested mm. is my one word because, like and, and Devin actually has had a comment here that actually makes my, me feel even stronger about my one word. Devin says, Levis sabotaged Kentucky by playing hurt. Just saying, well, that's one way to look at it. Uh, Kentucky's quarterback situation in Levis's last year behind him was not very good. They had to go out and get a transfer from the ACC and Devin O'Leary to come in and play and, and still end up with a very Kentucky-like season. There's my Ryan Fields dig of the day. Uh, so uh, I do, look, did he sabotage Kentucky or did he give Kentucky the best chance to have a successful season? Will Levis was the best chance Kentucky could win. Will Levis is the best chance the Titans can win in the next two games. Now, fans don't want him to because they want the top five draft pick or as high draft pick as they can get. But Will Levis is invested in his future, his teammates' future, and this franchise's future, and also he knows that he can better that investment right now. And that's why I land on invested, because he is truly wanting to go out there and end on a high note to carry over some type of momentum into the offseason. He said it during the video we played earlier from yesterday's press conference. They don't want to go into the offseason with a bad taste in their mouths. If they go into the offseason, their last win was on December 11th against the Miami Dolphins. 
And that's not, nobody wants to go a full month of losing, 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 losing and crash and burn to a five and 12 record. No competitor, your word, uh, wants to go through that experience. And so I, I think it's invested in what this team's future is and saying, how can I get something out of these last two games against division opponents to further my investment in what 2024 can be? Yeah, and like, I don't know, there's, there's, and Levis has brought this up a few times, there's incentives and contracts, like guys trying to hit certain milestones and markers and like, hey, how can our success and you having a big game make you some money, make us some, like improve our stats, you know, improve our, uh, our just team chemistry as a whole, like winning does cure a lot and so if you can go into the the end of the season with a couple wins a couple big performances from some of your key guys i do think that there is a uh, it uplifts this entire roster heading into an off season and heading into the 2024 you know team you know workouts and mini camp and, and all of these things so yeah it is a guy who's invested in both right now and like what can we get out of this right now but then Two, like what is best for us down the line is for me to play and for us to win. I think that's Will Levis's mentality right now, which yeah. is uh, a guy who shows clear. Uh, he just gets it. He a clear understanding that it's the world doesn't necessarily revolve around him, but that he's also important. Right. You can't have this level of like self-importance in your own brain where you're like, right. well, my health isn't worth risking for the team. But he does understand that. I need to be out there so that we can build together as a group yes. for what it's going to look like next season. It's a self-awareness and an understanding of what a quarterback is. Like he's been yeah. a quarterback his entire life. Like you know, and every team that he's been on college, high school, now pop Warner, if you've got a quarterback who can ball, you're going to be a better football team. You might have a great mm. defense, a great set of skill position players, but if your quarterback isn't that next level guy, then your team's going to be average to above average at best quarterback elevates everything. Uh, shout out to Andre super chat here. Um, he says that the Titans didn't have the worst O-line in all football, then Sam's emotions might make sense, but he's getting turned into a potted meat back there. Rest him. So look, the, the bad offensive line, it needs to be a part of the equation in finding out the solution on should Will Levis play against the Texans. And this is a one-week answer, which is why I said right after the injury, there's no reason why the Titans should make a three-week decision now. It's a one-week answer last week against the Seahawks. The answer was not ready to play. Now you go again. Can you play against the Texans in three days from now? The offensive line ability and health is, is something that has to be a part of the equation, but it's going to be a bad offensive line. If, if Will Levis is able to move, then I think he's should be out there because he's better at protecting himself than Ryan Tannehill is at this point. Yeah. I, I, well, I don't think the offensive line should be a factor at all. It's, I think, I, mean, it, I think it's black and white. If Will Levis can play, he plays. If he can't, he can't, right. If he's hurt, you don't play him. You don't like, you don't play a quarterback. That's your franchise quarterback when he's hurt in a meaningless game, when he, could re-injure right. it, but if he's healthy, he plays. I don't care if the offensive line allows 10 sacks a game. Like, he's your starting quarterback. If he's healthy, he plays. 
All right, Jordan says it's black and white. It's pass or fail, right? Is he healthy enough or not? Like, I, you know, is there a percent? There is no percentage that you can really put on how, like, oh, if he's if his ankle's eighty percent, that's good enough to play. There, that's not really what it is, right? But if there was that checkpoint of percentage of health, if he's close to it or at it and you know the offensive line is going to be terrible, like let's just make this up on the fly for the sake of conversation. Let's say 80% is what the ankle needs to be at for him to play. If he's at like 75 78%, he's not quite there, but he's close. And this is Friday, so you still have Saturday, and then before the game on Sunday, the offensive line of, man, this O-line is not good. We know he's going to get hurt, but he's right under that benchmark of saying he's healthy enough. Do you make that decision? And, and how? I think the offensive line does need to weigh into that part of it. If he's under your benchmark, he's under your benchmark. Like, I, I, I think there are certain levels that the Titans, like certain milestones, markers, the Titans need to see to believe Will Levis is healthy enough to play. Whatever those markers are, I'm not sure. They have those things internally, whether that's something that he can test out before the game, whether that's something that they need to see in practice. I don't know. If he does it, he plays. If he does, like, I don't know. I don't I don't understand this uh, feeling of like, oh, well, the offensive line's bad, so you can't play your starting quarterback. You just have to you right. just have to know that in the back of your head. Maybe, maybe a bad offensive line raises it from 80% ankle health to 85%. Sure, maybe well, maybe knowing that he's probably gonna go under some pressure affects what your standard is for like what he, what healthy enough looks like right maybe that's Knowing, it. maybe that's maybe it, that's right? it but like it's not if you have like, the eagles offensive line then you can say okay will levis's ankle at 70 percent is good enough to play because you've got the eagles offensive line but I think, the Titans offensive been, line. I think that's already been determined though. okay like, so, I, so I, it I, still has an impact it's still involved in the conversation is my point i get but like i guess my point would be if you're afraid of him taking a hit, if you're afraid of contact and him taking contact is not something you're comfortable with, then he can't play regardless. I don't care if he's got okay. like the best offensive line in football history in front of him. If he can't take a hit, he shouldn't be out there. He should be able to play full tilt in his own words. And so, yeah, I think there's a standard and you don't move the standard based off of like, other variables and so whatever your whatever that benchmark is mike Vrabel on the titans training staff wants to see i i do think it's a pretty black and white sort of of line here all right well uh sam it is now time for me to talk about the christmas gift the titans fans just got a little bit late here uh to wrap up this season and it has to do with draft pick watch but first i want to tell you guys all about our friends at Farm Bureau Health Plans that can help you out when it comes to your uh, health coverage. Make sure that you know who you can trust and who can help you get the right coverage for your situation. And it is Farm Bureau Health Plans. They've been serving Tennesseans for over 75 years and they can help match whatever your situation is, whatever your needs are for your health coverage uh, to the right plan for you and help you save money and get better coverage. That is something that can happen with Farm Bureau Health Plans. I've seen it happen with Zach. I've seen it happen with a couple others uh, with A to Z Sports. So make sure uh, you go to fbhp.com slash ATOZ to change your health coverage and to get a better spot to start 2024. Start the new year off right and get your plan started today at fbhp.com slash ATOZ. 
Today's show powered by BetMGM. Get the bonus code ATOZ Sports into the BetMGM app when you first sign up, and you can get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Whatever your first wager amount is, that amount goes back into your account in the form of a bonus bet if your bet loses and you signed up with that bonus code. ATOZ Sports with the king of sportsbooks for a second chance to win big. That's the best way to do sports betting. BetMGM and BetMGM.com. All right, Sam, the Titans fans get a late Christmas gift and it could help them in the draft watch, right? Because we've got our draft pick order uh, graphic from yesterday. The Titans are currently slotted seventh, tied with five and 10 records with the Chargers and the Giants. The Titans and Chargers are tied with the uh, strength of schedule number and the Titans beat the Chargers, which has the Chargers right above them. Maybe there's another decimal after 525. Uh, that has the Chargers above the Titans at sixth. Where this Christmas gift comes in is with the benching of Russell Wilson. So you guys guessed it off the top of the show. So this is not just a Christmas gift that you get and you're like, hell yeah, this is exactly what I wanted. This Christmas gift Titans fans just got are like when your your uncle, who might not be your blood-related uncle, but he's just your uncle in your life, and he just gets you a pack of scratch-off tickets from a gas station. It, it's still something. You got something. It might be absolutely nothing, but it could be something for you to help you out. And your uncle's always going to say, hey, if that wins big, I get a portion of it, right? Right, chap? But this is, like, this is your uncle getting you scratch-off tickets for Christmas. If the Chargers can beat the Broncos with a Jarrett Stidham at quarterback this week and the Titans do lose, then maybe you get to jump up another spot and you get to remove the Chargers from this equation, and the Chargers are going to lose against the Chiefs in the last week of the season. So this is a great opportunity for the Chargers uh, to win a game. And what's another layer to this too, Sam? The Broncos are giving up on the season. They still have like an 8 to 9% chance of making the playoffs, but they are putting injury, future injuries, into consideration with this move because they don't want Russell Wilson to get hurt because if he gets no. hurt – that's yeah. not what it is at all. It's what? not injury. It's financially. I mean, oh, they're, I ben they're benching no, him to not pay him incentives to cut him in the offseason. Uh, I understand. But if he gets hurt. Oh, the injury in the last, guarantee is what you're talking about. And then he gets about. injury uh, guarantees yeah. too. So it, it's a $50 million decision potentially if Russell Wilson gets hurt or hits the incentives like I you're mean, saying too. Absolutely insane uh, by Denver. Absolutely should be not allowed. Uh NFLPA should get involved. It, it's an insane move. It's corrupt in its finest form in sports. It like horrific. I think every sports fan athlete should be bothered by this. This is not, I don't know. It's a really bad move. It's a really scummy move by, uh, you know, a scummy organization for the most part. So Trey says it makes business sense though. Sure. I mean, it makes business sense, but it shouldn't be allowed. So, I mean, it's going to, it's going to cause a problem with the NFL PA as it should. Man. Do you think, do you think the chargers can beat the Broncos? No. Why? Easton stick. <laughs> I mean, they played a close game against Buffalo though. Sure. Buffalo. I'm mean, Buffalo is inconsistent, but I mean, they gave what chargers had like, six chances to win that game late and it all came and down. The, here's practice. the other thing too. The Chargers have, have interim coaches. They interim had interim coaches, coach juice though. They had interim coach juice. You could right. argue. Does it carry <laughs> yeah. over? Because now this interim coach juice gets a chance to 
really do something big because interim coaches want to prove themselves and they prove themselves by winning. And yes, stick is terrible, Devin. I I, I agree, but man, I, I think I am, I am optimistic that the chargers can muddy this thing up and help the Tennessee Titans. Now it's a scratch off. Christmas. I, well, I, I my, think, you might just get two dollars. And that's this is it. what I was gonna say off this. I think the Titans are gonna end up jumping them anyway when it comes to strength of schedule, because the Chargers strength of schedule involves all of the AFC West opponents, including teams like the Chiefs and Broncos, who the Titans did not play. Um, and if the Chargers lose to the Broncos, the Chargers strength of schedule goes up. The Chiefs have games against the Cincinnati Bengals. And if the Chiefs were to beat the Bengals, that is a Titans opponent who would take a loss and a Chargers opponent, a two-time Chargers opponent that would get a win. So I think there's a very good chance the Titans, if they were to lose out, would end up finishing with a better draft pick than the Chargers anyway uh, when it comes down to the strength of schedule. That, that'll be an interesting one to because they are tied right now. That'll be mm -hmm. an interesting thing to watch develop if we end up getting to a five and twelve Titans record. Yeah, it it will be. And who else can join the Titans uh, with five wins? You know, I don't think the Giants are going to get a win against the Rams or the Eagles. So, you know, that's that's kind of that situation. Can New England beat the Jets? I think because the Jets beat Washington on Sunday in dramatic fashion, I think maybe now. Uh, the the Patriots coming off a win against uh, the Broncos that we've just been talking about. They played the Jets in the last week of the season. Could New England join the five-win group uh, to maybe have the Titans benefit from that too? Maybe. I mean, yeah, New England plays the Jets. Like, I mean, there's winnable games here, and as we've seen over the last couple of weeks, weird stuff is happening. Teams like Denver are losing to teams like New England. And so – all it takes is one team to mess it up. I remember last year, first overall pick, the Texans cost themselves the first overall pick by throwing a last-second Hail Mary touchdown against the Indianapolis Colts, which gave the Bears the number one pick in last year's draft, which they then traded to Carolina. But, like, another example. The, the, I think the Texans came out super clean in that. That's no, like, that hey, was like yeah, the, they, uh, <laughs> the, te the Texans uh, may be fortunate to, uh, you know, have – have won that game. They might owe Lovey Smith an apology over there in Houston because they ended up coming out uh, the victors. And who knows? Maybe they take Bryce Young first overall, but they ended up getting uh, the uh, who knows? getting getting the better quarterback. Um, yeah, I don't know. I this Russell Wilson thing is very weird. I don't understand it too. Like, I think if you're a Broncos fan, you have to be pretty pissed off. Like, how you still have a chance at the playoffs. Like the AFC is still a mess. You're probably going to win over the Chargers. Like that would feel like a, a game that you you can easily win. That gets you into week 18 with playoff odds. And you're just benching I, I, the $200 million quarterback. That's crazy. I think it's if they would have beaten the Patriots this past weekend, then, then Russell Wilson probably would still be the quarterback because they'd have – they have eight point something percent chance to make the playoffs. Meaning, well, they if they went out, though, they allegedly threatened him with this weeks ago and said, "Hey, if you don't take out your injury guarantee, we're benching you." Like this has apparently yeah. been in the works for a long time in this organization. That's why I think it's such a big deal. Is like yeah, it's weird. Yeah, there is a lot of weird injury guarantees into a contract as an organization, and then go back on it and basically say, "We're benching you and cutting you if you don't, um, if you don't." 
basically rework your contract that that is should not be allowed in professional sports which is why i think if i'm the nflpa i have an issue with this i mean it was in the contract for a reason you can't give it to him and then not expect to follow through with it contracts are agreed upon by both both sides right Right. it's like yeah signed by russ signed by broncos and the broncos are trying to you know, Russell uh, Wilson can't go win a Super Bowl and then be like, hmm, pay me $40 million now. I know that we signed for 30, but you got to pay me 40 now. Like it, that, that would not be a, and the, the problem is players don't have any power. So Russell Wilson could like sit out if you wanted a, a bigger contract. We've seen players do that, but it gets him absolutely nothing. He's not required to play. He's not required to be on a team. He's not required anything. Uh, and he, by the way, doesn't get paid if he sits out for like games a lot of the time. He gets fined, big fines. Teams yes. have zero consequences for doing things like this to players, uh, which is why it's problematic, in my opinion. Yep, and why the uh, the next CBA is going to be interesting. Uh, and as sure. Orlando says, he's actually had a pretty good year. Like he's actually had a pretty good. He's played good football this it year. Started so slow, we, got a lot better. Yeah, right? started like, slow, and but like he had a stretch in the middle of the season that he was playing really, really good football. Yeah, the Broncos. I agree with Sam uh, on YouTube. The Broncos are trying to weasel out of the deal. Yeah, they've got massive regret for signing this deal and making that trade. But you know, they're trying to weasel their way out. The only way, billionaires. The billionaires are the yeah. only ones who can do things like this. And when you create Walmart and you buy the Denver Broncos, well, then- I need to see what happens with some of the like with this cap situation too, because they're cutting him, but he's got like a cap of sixty million dollars or something. Yeah, they're gonna have to. They're gonna try to trade him, but nobody's gonna trade for the con. It's a yeah, it off season you- mess. And where is he gonna go? It's gonna be an interesting conversation to have uh, throughout the uh, spring. But Sam, you ready for the bucket? Yeah, I guess. And look, uh, the magic bucket can be fun at times, and we just sure. reloaded the magic bucket. So, we'll, magic oh, bucket time. I was going to ask you that. So, it is a yeah. fresh magic bucket. All we right. We did reload the buckets. Hey, let's get it going. Shout out to our friends at Wilson County Hyundai, wilsoncountyhyundai.com. If you want to make them a part of your new car buying process, you absolutely should go see them. In Lebanon, say hey to our friend Payne Bone out there in Lebanon while you're there. Save money on the next ride and find them at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Sam, the magic bucket is here. Uh, since this is your first in a while, I'll let you uh, go first. Uh, All right. Guest Fair on enough. Here. Fair enough. Uh, Jack under the weather. Uh, Zach under the weather. Zach should be back tomorrow. And uh, we still have to figure out who the A to Z emergency quarterback would be. Um, because we don't have a ton of um, uh, options. This is a blank slip, which was my mistake. That means I'm off scot free. No, no. I don't do anything. <laughs> or it could be a create my own. Yeah, that's uh, that was a that was a scissors error. Okay, this isn't bad. You get off on this one. Okay. If you had your own bar on Broadway, what would you name it and why? Is a thinker. So I'll, I'll let you think, get your creative juices flowing. Hmm. If you had a bar on Broadway that you owned and started, what would you name it and why? I'll go ahead and start pulling mine so you can. Uh, I'm trying to get creative. I'm having a yeah. hard time with like, I'm having a hard time. I mean, yeah, I think my answer is easy, but it would be 
Okay, now I've got two answers. Here you go. Okay. Number one would either be just the last name bar and just call it uh, Phelan's. And Bork is already saying Phelan's is a simple and clean name. I think that the obvious, you know, sounds like Phelan's, Phelan's or whatever, like Phelan's. Kind of like the loser's vibe, like the winner's yeah, exactly. and loser's Phelan's. vibe. Or uh, going, leaning into that a little bit more would be uh, just doing it like Phelan at life or like Phelan at something like Phelan, you know. What about pass and Phelan? Something, something. Like passing and Phelan? Yeah, something where you could lean into that uh, play on okay. words, or I think Bork is right here. Phelan's is a simple and clean name for like a pretty good bar. I'd be, you know, uh, Nate thinks it's slamming Sam's. Jake says Sammy P's. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think uh, Phelan's uh, sounds like a pub. Yeah, that is true. It is very. This, uh, is, this is Broadway, though. This it is very yeah underground pub vibes. So. Yeah. Hmm. I don't, but I think losers, nudies, these are bars on Broadway that are simple one word names that I think are good. Phelan's on Broadway. Like, I don't know. <laughs> There's, there is potential with Phelan's. I think it, I don't know. I think it'd be solid. Okay. Nate, Nate disagrees. He's not partying at Phelan's, but, uh, you know. That's fine. All right. So uh, I, I just pulled mine. <clears throat> mine is, um, have you ever been told you look like somebody famous and who was it? So you don't, you don't have to, well, I guess you could answer this too. Cause you're rarely on the bucket. Uh, Cause you have an obvious one <laughs> that, that you got all the time. Right. I, when you I get a couple of them. Very obvious. I oh, get, man. I get Teddy Bruschi Nonstop. from, from the chat, like from people, I get Teddy Bruschi. When I was younger, or I guess when I'm in the summer and I get tan, I get like the I've been told like Taylor Lautner, like the like just like the <laughs> like the Twilight oh, Taylor Lautner I era. Yeah. Um I guess I've I've been told like Field Yates for like reporters and yeah, stuff like Field, that. Like I can see Field Yates. So those Field, are yeah, kind of oh, have a few. I've also been told Dave Canellis, the offensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Bucks, is something that I've gotten from football people before. Yeah, I uh I don't know what he looks like off the top of my head. In my own my own brain, I don't know what that is. Right, for me, I haven't gotten anything in a while, but when I was in high school, um I was told I looked like the quarterback from the two a days show on MTV. And his last name was, I can't remember if it was John. It wasn't John Parker Wilson. It was his brother, okay. younger Wilson, but it was the quarterback from two a days. Cause I was it also, I was the same age as the guy. Oh, okay. I can't remember what his name was, but it was all the time. The quarterback from two a days and it, and it worked Ross Wilson. Yes. Jake says Ross Wilson. All right, I'm gonna look this up here and 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 see. There was I, I mean, look, I, I but this was like 15 years ago. Ross Wilson, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm getting a singer songwriter. I don't know. Um, I'm Australian was, dude. No. Um. Then there was also, who's that? Oh, oh yeah. I got um. There was a the oh, tight end. Yuri says you look like Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins? I don't look like Kirk Cousins at all. 
I could see some Kirk Cousins. Your face doesn't look like Kirk Cousins, but like you've got like the same beard and eyebrows as Kirk Cousins. Oh, well, the beard doesn't count because I haven't shaved in way too long. Well, here's the other one I get. The when Foster Morrell, who is the the tight end in the an NFL tight end, Foster that's Moreau. Who I, yeah, Moreau. Sorry, Foster Moreau. When he was at SEC Media Days, Foster Moreau. Yeah, Foster Moreau. Let me, let me that's look into that a little bit. Past. Mickey Ryan. Okay, actually, yeah, that's a good one. If you grow out your beard and your hair a little bit, that's a really good one. I could see that for sure. Foster I like Moreau. that one a lot. Yeah, he's a little bit bigger. Look up Dave Canellis and see if you think that uh, is Dave Canellis. Yeah, the Dave Canellis, the bro, uh, the Bucks OC. Dave Canellis, sorry, Canellis. Maybe, yeah, yeah, I do see that. I do see that a little bit. I don't know. I get a couple. Anybody that's got like dark hair, I usually am like people like. I always think it's funny of like what people, other people think you look like. Uh, but yeah. Major P says Matthew McConaughey. I'm like, what? How? <laughs> like yeah, that, one, that one. There's one guy on Twitter that thinks I look like Kyle Phillips, which is not even like me and Kyle Phillips don't look like each other at all. We're just. I see that more than Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I, me, Kyle Phillips and I look nothing alike. Nothing alike. If you put us next to each other, we have the same height and weight, but that's literally it. So it is funny to see what that happens. But Foster Moreau is the main one. And Ross Wilson back when I was in high school. Those are my two. There we go. All right. Well, that's it for the uh, for the Magic Bucket. Uh, that's it for us on this Thursday. Sam, you'll be out at Titans practice today. We'll see what Will Levis looks like. Uh, day two, practicing on that ankle. Buck Rising will be live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime to talk through it as well. Make sure you hit that like button on the show. We need that. It helps us out a great deal. Hit that like button on Facebook and on YouTube, and we'll catch you guys on a Friday to wrap up the week. Appreciate it as always.